What's going on, Miami? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Woo, it's good to be live on a Saturday. Flocka Forever, Javi Comedy, Rockefeller, L.E.B., Taha, Andrea P.O.V. What's up? What's up? All right. As promised, going live on a Saturday night. Thank you all for joining me. What's up, Miami? How are you? Manny Garavito here to say what's up. Happy Saturday. What are you guys up to? Why are you guys using your mobile phones? Why are you on your computer on a Saturday night? Shouldn't you be at a nightclub, Miami? Shouldn't you be getting drunk? Shouldn't you be out there waiting in line in front of a, a I don't know, some sort of bar? Just a week ago, I was over in Wynwood trying to go inside of a uh, music bar. And, you know, it was brand new. And they were talking about, oh, you can't go in. You need reservations. I'm like, first of all, I, do you know who I am? And they said no. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's the end of that. <laughs> I can't wait till I have that power, man. No, I can't wait until I can go up to a bouncer and be like, do you know who I am? What do you mean I can't go in here? Yes, I know exactly who you are. And you shouldn't be coming in here. Aren't you going through a sober year? Oh, you got me. You do know who I am. You listen to the podcast. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Dr. Lapelli with the first comment. What's up, Anna? I'm snorting a line off of strippers A before the bros get her. Do what you got to do, Anna. I mean, if that's, if that's your sense of accomplishment, you know, you want to let the world know that this is what you're doing. I'm not the one to judge. All right, if this is what you if this is the life you choose, Anna, more power to you. Uh, you know how to do you know how to live, Dr. Lepoli. Uh Led Jules, what's up? Uh, is that a movie? Yeah, I actually might go to Winwood now that you mention it. There you go. See, I'm a great promoter. Hey guys, stop watching the podcast. Why don't you go out and live life? Yeah, you know what? You're right, Manny. Logs off. You 100%. Um, All right, so let's get down to it, guys. Uh, Is Miami the best city in the nation? You let me know. Put it on the chat. Do you agree? Uh, This article that is way too long to do just one episode off of uh, suggests that Miami has become the most important city in America. And, you know, they put in a couple of details as to why a little too many details in my opinion i mean the guy's telling us he's eating croquetas and talking to somebody that used to be a satirical writer uh and i don't know why you you know people think that that's like an important thing to add on here it's like look man we're talking about miami we're not talking about the culinary thing we're not talking about uh what you're doing we're talking about the number one city the 305 all right and so apart from those nuances the details that this article goes into is housing crypto uh the how the politicians don't care right the politicians here are like wrestling uh you know uh like wrestlers you guys ever seen the wwe world wrestling entertainment it's almost as if like you know when desantis had beef with the aoc and then they were just like beefing on twitter and then aoc comes here and then she gets the uh the the virus, and then she goes back to New York and finds out, and then, you know, DeSantis then starts going like, ah, ah, right, that whole thing. That's the kind of politics you get in Miami, just petty, drama-filled, uh, we're better than you, yeah, 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 kind of vibe. 
that's us. That's what Miami's all about. That's what we're known for, right? And so now that we've become the most important city, I think what's happening is that we're slowly embodying the identity that is America, where we don't care. We don't care. That's the, that's the beauty about America, that we're, we're just so on top. China, you know, China was about to beat us in the economy. I heard they couldn't. But when they were, America didn't care. America was like, whatever, man. Uh, look, uh, Facebook man is coming out. Get the Oculus. Right? We don't care. You're building infrastructure. We, we got uh, TikTok. Bring TikTok over here. It's ours now. <laughs> uh, America, chi- China started TikTok. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, Oracle's, <laughs> Donald Trump was bullying TikTok. <laughs> hey, TikTok, we don't trust you. All right? You need to come to America and be a part of a high internet security company, Oracle, in order for you to do business. Now it's ours. <laughs> All right, let's go to the chat here. Yes, I do know who you are, and you shouldn't be coming in here. Exactly. They know me too well. Uh, Cynthia, what's up? Nice. Best city. Hottest girls, too. And this is coming from a lesbian, by the way. Anna Lepoli, very funny comedian. Uh, or as I like to call her, the Pussy Pied Piper. Oh, wait, this is, a, this is a clean show, Manny. Focus. Uh, Rivera. Ray Welta. I like the visual aesthetic of this broadcast. Thank you, is that Tom Wade? I appreciate that. Nicole Ray, uh, Uli Maria. Yeah, you know what? I had to represent my city, man. Since we're the most important city, I got to get the most important backdrop. Something with a little light, you know, something that makes me look uh, like I'm glowing. You know, something that makes me enthusiastic for being a local in Miami. And a lot more is coming. You know, I've been doing a lot of training. I've been trying to understand how the internet works. Can you believe it? Like I'm 36 years old. I was brought up in the nineties, right? I I think I got the internet in 1995. If I remember correctly, AOL. And I've been using the internet ever since. Right. And it turns out the older I get, the less I get a grasp on how the internet works. It's almost in reverse, you know? Oh, I didn't see this. What's up, Getchen? Thank you. Getchen coming in with the likes. Thank you, Getchen. Appreciate it. On my way to financial freedom. One badge at a time. We going in, baby. Uh, So, let's continue with the topic at hand here. Uh, As I try to learn how the internet works, you know, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, even Instagram. uh, Putting out memes, writing content, making you guys laugh every day. That's the promise of Miami comedy. Uh, Now that Miami is an important city... It's time for all the other cities to take a back seat when it comes to entertainment. All right, L.A.? All right, Hollywood? All right, New York? Okay, Broadway? I'll take it from here. Me and my uh, garage studio will be going live on Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And I will make the people laugh with the most minimal effort. I don't got to go that hard, man. I just click on live and I beat Broadway because I'm in the most important city. By default, I win. Uh, what's up, Dermok? Love life, thank God. Thank God indeed. Uh, Satara, Pag Miami. All right, so uh, what makes Miami, uh, and this is, I'll, I'll go off the cuff here. I won't, you know, I don't want to read any more of this article, even though um, it seems like it has important information. 
Uh, for those that don't know what article I'm referring to, you go on Google and you look up how Miami became the most important city in America so that you guys can read um, you know, a couple of examples as to why. But from my personal experience, I'll tell you why Miami is one of the best cities in America. Uh, it's simple. Uh, there's a lot of big booties here. <laughs> Come on, man. That's one thing Miami has to be known for. We are proud of having big booties. Like, this is just something that we just known for, man. You go to the beach. You go to Hallover Beach, which is a little awkward. I mean, have you guys been at Hallover Beach? It's, it's people with amazing bodies and sometimes not so amazing. But nonetheless, everyone's accepted to be naked there in Hallover Beach. And the awkward thing about it is not only do some people that don't have good bodies go there and they mingle with the ones that do, is right across the street from Hallover Beach is Hallover Park. And guess what's over there? Little kids playing with kites. <laughs> like, it's right, across, it's right across the street. You got naked people on one side, and then you go across the street, and there's kids with their parents buying food truck uh, menu items. You know what I mean? Eating ice cream and stuff. It's awkward. It's weird. But you know what? That's why Miami is the best, because we get away with that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so another reason as to why Miami is such a great city is because we are already a place that is accustomed to inflation prices. If you go on over to Ocean Drive, okay, if you go to Ocean Drive, you can experience inflation single-handedly. It's almost like people come to Miami to see what inflation is like. It's like, hey, guys, let's go to inflation land. Let's go to Ocean Drive in South Beach, order a margarita with some onion rings on the side, and magically it'll be $215. <laughs> oh, my God. It's almost like inflation's already happening. <laughs> you come, you know when you go to the gym and you work out, right, and you get more muscles because you're, you're putting your body through that stress? It's the same thing financially. When people from other cities come into Miami, you get used to the prices. Next thing you know, you're a baller because you, you have to evolve. You got to adapt. <laughs> and so when you come to Miami and you start paying these prices, it's almost like your, your body naturally starts finding a way to make more money, right? It's like, oh, man, I, I, I got to adapt, right? Survival of the fittest. <laughs> I got to find a way to make more money so I can pay these Miami prices, right? And then you go back to your city, you're paying normal prices, Right? You're paying $3 for a beer, and you're just like, you know what? This is why I'm not wealthy. I'm not paying $8 for a beer like how I did in Miami. And none of that craft beer. All right? I'm talking about $8 Coronas. <laughs> we got to evolve. 100% getching absolutely. What's up, Bray Bray? MM Roll, Andres Silva. Why do you guys think Miami is the most important city? And do you even agree with the statement? You know what I mean? Buenos dias. What's up? All right. So that's one thing that's great about Miami. We go, we, we already used to inflation prices. So by, by default, we got to get, we got to get wealthy, right? We got to get, find a way, but don't try to get wealthy too fast, Miami. That's the problem with y'all. You guys, you listen to your rap music. You listen to your reggaeton music. That's fine. Okay. But they're lying to you. You have to understand this. You are being lied to when it comes to how to generate income. All right, don't be a doughboy. Is that what they call it? Don't be a bag boy. Okay, don't listen to these trap rappers. They're lying to you, okay? The, the, the lifestyle that they promote in pop music, even though it's very Miami-ish, it's not reality, okay? If, if you want to become wealthy, you have to figure out a plan, and you got to be very disciplined because some people here in the city of Miami especially – 
They go out, they start pushing drugs, and then next thing you know, you get robbed by a drug dealer. <laughs> and that's your whole street cred out the window off one bad transaction with somebody that you thought was your boy. Your whole network gets shot. All right, pull out a 401k, start putting money away, start a business in Miami. As a matter of fact, guys, you know how easy it is for you to start a business in Miami? It's fairly easy, and I'll tell you why. Here's a little game for you guys. Miami, even though we're so ahead of our time, even though uh, everybody wants to be here, even though the prices are very high, ingenuity is not really that big here. And what do I mean by ingenuity? There's a lot of opportunities in terms of what you can do in this city that hasn't been done yet. I'm telling you, if you start a food truck and you sell uh, something that is not common in Miami, you're going to make a killing. All right. Um, The guy that runs uh, Thank You Miami, he started a peanut butter and jelly food truck. Mr. PBJ, who would have thought peanut butter and jelly would be such a hit in Miami? I wouldn't have thought that. Right. But Miami has so much uh, weed and so much alcohol going through its veins that by some but for some reason, a PB&J food truck seems alluring. (laughs) Oh, another taco food truck. Another, uh, I don't know, burger food truck. Hey, look, peanut butter and jelly. Who would have thought a food truck like this would be in Miami? Let's go try PB&J. And then, bam, you're making a killing because that didn't exist. Miami has a big identity problem where you think a certain things would work. It, I'm telling you, you do something different. You do something in, that has a little bit of ingenuity in the city, and you've got a business because Miami hasn't been doing that stuff. When I started Miami Comedy, people were like, oh, comedy can't happen in Miami. We're too busy at the nightclubs, which is true. But look at us now, all 10 of us. (laughs) Look at us now enjoying a live podcast stream from Miami, nine now. Oh, man. What's up, monkey sign? What's up, bro? Uh, Romeo, Wi-Fi astronaut. What's up, guys? Moving on, Um, another reason why I think Miami is the most important city. Believe it or not, we have a really good education system, and we're pretty lenient in terms of what your options are, all right? What's great about Miami is that if, number one is, um, I I actually researched this, Miami is top 10 public school, according to 2020. I don't know if that changed, all right? In 2020, I looked up a review, and Miami, uh, uh, Public schools are clean, they're organized, and we've got good ratings overall, from what I understand on the articles I read. And then what's also good is that when it comes to uh, private education in terms of, like, past high school, you can still get an affordable one. You can go to Miami-Dade, you go to FIU, or you can go to UM. All right? So then you have options, depending on, you know, your financial situation. I went to Miami-Dade. No shame in that. I don't know why people diss Miami-Dade, man. Miami-Dade... it's no longer community college because they realize that the word community kind of brings down sales. Oh, the community's involved. I better not be uh, a broke boy because I'm a bag boy, right? I can't, I, they can't find me there. They can't see me there. What will the people think? So they took out community and they just call it Miami-Dade College. And it was a pretty good education. As a matter of fact, you probably get more better uh, street smarts than you will in FIU or UM, all right? Because when you go 
to um, when you go to uh, community, when you go to Miami Dade College, you're going to be meeting people that are trying to make ends meet, man. That are hustlers, people out there trying to you know make uh, things happen. You you only see that in uh, Miami Dade College, people that attend school at ten o'clock at night. I didn't even know uh, colleges and universities stayed open that late. People going in there trying to, you know, work hard, right? You go to FIU, okay, maybe you might see a little bit of street smarts. You might see a little bit of book smarts. But then, you know, then you come to UM. I don't even know how the people of Miami can focus in UM because there's so many fine girls in UM. I, I don't, thank God I didn't have the money to go to UM. <laughs> All right. What a blessing in disguise it is that I couldn't afford University of Miami because my grades would have been all the way down and uh, I wouldn't be focusing and I probably would be like, uh, I don't know, man. If I went to UM, my grades would suffer on how many fine girls. Every fine girl that I've ever met went to UM. Is is it? there There should be some sort of correlation. Can somebody do a survey? Can somebody look up some sort of research documents to see, like, you know, any girl that with the with the rating of eight and up according to a man's uh, perspective? Did they come from UM? And they always have daddy's money. Oh, now I'm getting upset. Right? UM girls, shout out to you. You're living your best life. You're fine. You're not even Latina. It's just a bunch of white girls in UM. <laughs> It's a bunch of rich white girls in UM, bro. Right? You go out to the bars. I go out to comedy shows. Are you guys from Miami? No, uh, I go to UM. (laughs) I'm a pharmacist. Killing it. Curly Tempo. Damn, late night. Okay, yeah, Saturday nights are 1030. All right? And the reason I do the show at 1030 on a Saturday is because I don't want to be out. I don't want to be out and about. You know, I don't want to be going to a bar and convincing myself to have a drink when it's my sober year. And besides, man, there's people out there that need entertainment on a Saturday, right? Not everybody's always out, you know, clubbing or whatever. People need a little something to do at home. Forget Netflix. I'm your boy right here, live streaming, talking to you, Miami. This is almost like a secret. Patro, what's up? Linda June, Jess H. Kitty, Ricardo, what's up, guys? Let's continue. What else is good about Miami? Um, Well, what else is bad about Miami? Well, as we already know, man, the housing rates is an issue. Uh, I'll tell you guys my housing rate story. I lived in Miami Beach for about four years. I think from 2010 to 2014, I was paying $2,500 for a 1-1 and a nice balcony view. And most of the times, whenever I met somebody in Miami Beach, I couldn't be uh, friends with them past, like, uh, two weeks. Because most of the people you meet in Miami Beach are tourists, right? The parking sucked. Uh, even somebody that paid HOA fees to live in Miami Beach, I still couldn't find proper parking. Uh, the things you hear in the middle of the night, terrifying. Terrifying. You hear people, like, crying in the street, <laughs> right? Gunshots. Car crashes. Forget things that go bump in the night. Things that are crying in the middle of the night. Right? Somebody, you know, got their their phone stolen and they're going up and down the streets of of Miami Beach sobbing. (laughs) 
oh my god what happened i mean i'm not gonna go downstairs to find out right but you can assume the worst in the middle of the night of miami beach man absolutely terrifying you're paying twenty five hundred dollars to not sleep well hell no that's why i choose this garage oh i'm living i'm living luxurious in this garage guys um and it's probably one of the best investments i've made in my life there's no shame miami there's no shame in living in an efficiency do it all right what you really want is freedom anyway okay you don't want to be out there stuck paying a lease especially with a roommate that you don't care about okay you want to be somewhere where you could put your head down you got a good wi-fi connection that's all you need what else do you need think about it miami if you really want to live well bite the bullet get a nice efficiency make it wonderful right it's like a room you know it's like a nice room you used to have when you were a kid my my garage has great wi-fi i have a little corner for my books i got this desk full of computer equipment i got a bed to lay down on and i got spotify i don't need nothing else if you need anything else apart from that you better be making the money for it because if you're trying to show off that you live in brickle or that you live in miami beach and it takes more than 30 percent of your paycheck what do you do in miami that's one of the reasons why uh we have such a big housing issue because these realtors and these people that own the the properties they give you high lease and rent rates and you're like okay because i want to be a bad boy <laughs> because i'm trying to make it big in this city and i and you know I, people can't take me serious right how am i gonna get a um girl if i'm not living in brickle huh how am i gonna get a um girl if i'm not in a nice coral gables high rise does coral gables have a high rise i don't know <laughs> you know poetry by ronan what's up uh M- mls pano vp slim jims vp uh taby <laughs> you guys do you guys like just smash your forehead on the keyboard in order to come up with these username guys at least make it easy to pronounce jmb gator what's up so i think one of the best solutions for the miami housing situation is bite the bullet get efficiencies and if you've got a lot of money if you've got the money for it buy and make sure that you build an efficiency to give somebody else a chance all right say no to high leasing rates say no to places that are overpriced you know where they are miami beach uh, sunny isles brickle forget all that go find yourself a place to stay like in the middle of everything right hialeah you know something that has a rottweiler in the in the <laughs> you need some security too you know what i'm saying if you're going to get an efficiency you got to make sure that it's got a gate and a rottweiler right then that way you feel safe okay it's only for a little while okay i've been living in, i've been living in this garage for about four years and you know what money in the bank right i don't got to worry about rent right or at least high rent, rather. I mean, I pay rent, but not that high, right? Not $2,500 a month high. Put money in the 401k, right? I feel a little secure. There's an old guy in the front making sure nobody sneaks in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's an old guy here, you know, security guys, these security guards, man. I can't believe people are actually paying HOA fees in Miami to have an old 
60-year-old security guard in the front. What is that, that guy going to do if there's a home invasion? Some guy's just going to pull up with a ski mask. Uh, yeah, I'm here to see somebody. Uh, you, don't, you don't live here. I said I'm here to see somebody. All right, go on in. <laughs> I don't want any trouble. All right, I'm just here to get $20 an hour and sleep. I didn't know this day would come. Go ahead. Uh, who are you looking for, Manny? Yeah, uh, you go down the street. Your first left, he's on the garage right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, people are out here paying uh, $1,000 a month for HOA fees. What does it include? Uh, it includes a parking spot and an old man making sure no one robs you. That guy ain't going to prevent nothing. That guy's just there for decoration. That's worse. You might as well put a scarecrow. (laughs) Oh. Right? Some of these people in the security box or the bin or the little with the door or the gate, just put a scarecrow in it. You know what else they should do for the HOA fees instead? Forget the old guy. Let the guy rest. Put just one big ring camera that the whole community shares, right? And then when the ring, when whoever tries to go through the front gate, just the camera captures it all. And then everybody in the community gets like a ding. Bing. Oh, somebody's coming in. Oh, this guy's sneaking in. Two arms. The whole community then gets together and gets their guns. All right, everybody. Someone's trying to sneak into the community. Everybody wake up. Tell Awela, I don't care. Tell Awela too. Tell Awela to, to, to get the double barrel. <laughs> There's people trying to come into the community, bro. We ain't paying no HOA fees. We can handle this ourselves. Open up the gates. Release the Rottweilers. So, Armani Jones comedy. Hack HOAs. Jay Godinez. What's up, guys? Welcome to the chat. Oh, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. Why don't, why don't we get, like, a community ring camera, and then it just dings or something when someone is, like, breaking in? Right? If someone tries to go through the gate or jump the gate, we don't need some old guy telling him he can't do that. That's not going to do anything. If you get the whole community involved in a security thing, then, you know, that'll do it. But then again, you know, does Miami snitch? Is Miami known to snitch? That's the question. All right. Major food. Opened six restaurants in Miami. Oh, this is an example of some of the success stories in the city of Miami. Major Food, which I'm assuming is a company, opened six restaurants in the Miami area in 2021. One which is a members-only club with a lounge that is sold out in four months. They're also partnering with New York's developer. See, New York is even coming here too. Michael Stern to build a condo that will be the tallest building in the city. The pro-business environment is palpable, says Sal Aznick. The, may, the mayor literally called me and said, how can I help as a New Yorker? You never imagined something like that. Yeah, of course, if you bring it in development into the city, I would even come in and say hello to you too. Hey, man, how can I help you? You from New York? Me too. Welcome to the city of Miami, man. What's your secret? How are you moving here? Let me look at your balance sheet. <laughs> Tell me, what can I do to help Mr. Uh, $48 million? How can I be of service? Steph Smith says uh, they'll take the ring 
with them when they rob you. Yeah, but if they pull the ring out, that's when it alerts the entire neighborhood that there's someone tampering with the camera. That's the point I'm trying to say, Steph. What's up, Amanda C, babe? Uh, Defonzu, what's up? All right. That's actually the mayor's thing, calling people and spouting his catchphrase, how can I help? He latched onto it on December 4th, 2020, when Delian Asparajov, who works at the Founders Fund in Thiel and Rabois, tweeted, okay, guys, hear me out. What if we won Silic- What if we move Silicon Valley to Miami? Minutes later, Mayor Suarez responded, "How can I help?" <laughs> That's what I love about this guy, man. Look, you can say whatever you want about our Mayor Francis Suarez, man. This guy is—he reminds me of the wrestlers in WWE, man. You know, like if I don't understand, guys, if someone like The Rock became a mayor or even the president. People will be like, oh, yeah, The Rock. Do the people's elbow and some other country leader or some sort of dictator. Do the people's elbow, right? Do the rock bottom on the present, on the oval, on the oval, uh, the oval office, right? It's totally acceptable. But when somebody who isn't a wrestler starts acting like a wrestler in politics, that's when we're all like, who does this guy think he is? He's messing with you. Politicians are human beings too. They control you if they want to. You know what I mean? They can say some dumb stuff. Why not? I say dumb stuff on the podcast all the time. If I was in office, I wouldn't change a thing. I'd be doing the same thing. Can you imagine me as president? Uh, Mr. Garavito, we got to do something about the economy. Look, man, I failed the co- economics in, in high school. So do you need, what do you need me to sign? <laughs> and then I just go up and I do a public announcement. Oh, my fellow Americans... I have no idea what I signed today, but I hope it helps you out. <laughs> so here you got Francis Suarez saying, how can I help when uh, the Founders Fund said, what if we move Silicon Valley to Miami? All right. So do I want Miami to be a tech hub? Absolutely. It kind of already is. You know, a lot of places are looking at Miami. I mean, didn't Amazon plan on moving here? Didn't they open some sort of warehouse in, at, in Homestead? With all the mules and the and the donkeys over there, you know. And then you also have Spotify and Brickle. I think Spotify opened up their main office in Brickle. Miami is quickly becoming a tech hub, even though we don't understand technology. <laughs> I don't know any coding whatsoever, but I'm still down for technology to be here. You know why? Because I want them to take care of that. I don't want anyone else. I want the tech guys to do it. And then when they're here, be like, we're number one. Silicon Valley is now in Brickle. Bam. Well, uh, tell me one of the businesses that are getting started in, in Silicon Valley. I have no idea, man. Isn't, isn't Facebook there? I think Facebook's there, right? I have no idea. I just want it here. <laughs> I just want Silicon Valley to be here to say the Silicon Valley moved to Miami. That's all I want it for. What impact does it have on the local economy? I don't know. We just have it, okay? We're number one. What's up, BMR? Jennifer X. Lopez. Carla Figueroa. What's up? Dodonzu. We're here talking about how Miami is quickly becoming one of the most important cities in the whole nation. Uh, Moving forward, the tweet, which has more than 4,000 likes, was everything the mayor was hoping for. For 10 years, it was like being in the womb for nine months. And the how can I help moment was like being born, he tells me. See, that's what's great. That's what's also great about our, uh, our mayor. 
He's got catchphrases like, how can I help? Even though he might not even help. But the fact that he just says it just opens up doors of friendship. That's all you got to do. You just say, how can I help? Uh, I need a million dollars. All right. All I said was, how can I help? I didn't say I was going to give it to you. (laughs) Roma Art, what's up? Welcome to the chat. Yeah, how can I help is a great way to start a friendship without having to commit. You know, I'm going through hard times. How can I help? Uh, I need some money. Oh, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Good luck. Chef uh, Biden feeds dead people. Jesus. All right, here we go. He sold 70,000 worth of How Can I Help t-shirts. Oh, that is awesome. There you go. I knew this guy was doing a catchphrase. That's all he's doing. He's just selling a catchphrase. Next thing you know, he's going to do an NFT. That's, it's a photo of him saying, how can I help? <laughs> how many people did Mayor Suarez actually help? I don't think he helped anybody, but at least he asked, which is more than you did. <laughs> at least he asked, bro. Did you, did you ever offer your help to somebody recently? Huh? Probably not as many times as Mayor Suarez did. This guy told over a thousand people, how can I help? Didn't help any of them, but at least he asked way more than I ever, ever have. You know what I mean? What's up, Tiffany? The fit tanned 44. (laughs) No one. You didn't have to add that part. Uh, He's fit and tanned. 44 year old son of former Miami mayor Suarez is a massive bro energy. I spend a long day in his city hall office, even though he does not. Yeah, because he's out there. Asking people, how can I help? The mayorship is a part-time job, so he spends some of his day as a trial lawyer at the L.A.-based firm Quinn Emanuel Urquhart and Sullivan. Still, he manages to fist bump me an awful lot. How am I looking? He asked me, adjusting his tie. Before I can answer, he does it for me. Too blessed to be stressed, he says. (laughs) Even our mayors, Miami, you can't... How can you hate on this, man? This is exactly... What Miami is known for. You're just mad because you're seeing the embodiment of Miami as the mayor. How am I looking? Before you even answer, he fixes you up. No, I mean you. That's something you should be asking yourself. You should be ashamed. (laughs) Too blessed to be stressed. I'm actually going to keep that one. That's a good quote. Too blessed to be stressed. Uh, Leaving the staff office with his litter and uneaten local desserts sent as gifts. He pops back in a bit later, points to the TV showing Fox Business and observes that the channel now scrolls the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum in the corner of the screen along with other commodities. This, is, this requires more fist bumping. Yeah, I would want my mayor to be enthusiastic if money's doing well too. A former employee who likes him described his energy as the same as being around a person with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Nearly everyone I meet in Miami shows me a tweet, Discord conversation, text, or WhatsApp message that the mayor sent to them late at night. Creepy. (laughs) How can I help? (laughs) It's a little more suggestive when you send it past 12 a.m., mayor. How can I help? Yo, you alone? Yeah, why? How can I help? (laughs) Each one one exudes a positive and and confidence that would motivate Tony Robbins. All right. Cool little paragraph. I agree with that. Sure thing. Fitness Bay, what's up? Welcome to the chat. All right, so um, 
I know this energy. Being around someone with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, is a very Miami thing. I don't know what it is. I mean, you could say it's ADHD, but maybe it's just a bump of cocaine that they did before. You know what I mean? Which is a very Miami thing to do. Again, more Miami. ADHD is a very common trait in Miami, and I'm going to tell you why. Because people don't have time, okay? And in Miami, time is of the essence. Every single second in Miami is lit. (laughs) All right? And when there's so much litness happening in the city, how can you pay attention to something? How can you focus when there's so much going on? There's a yacht party happening. There's someone at live getting lit. There's someone spending millions of dollars in Bitcoin somewhere in a brickle apartment. There's just so much going on in the city of Miami that you can't focus. And I've met these people that have the ADHD thing. They're kind of just like all over the place and you can't even hang out with them, right? Because they give you anxiety. Can you imagine the amount of anxiety that these people are hiding behind their ADHD? That's really what it is. You're just running away from anxiety because as soon as you focus on something, the anxiety kicks in. And then guess what? You're not lit anymore. ADHD in Miami is just to counteract the depression that is hidden beneath it all. (laughs) ADHD is how we keep fueling the litness in this city. All right. I would actually want the people of Miami to stay within the zone of ADHD. All right. Don't falter. Because if everyone in Miami loses their ADHD, Miami's identity falls with it. You hear me? If everyone in Miami stops doing a bump of coke before going to a business meeting, right, and they let reality set in, Miami is going to crash. We need you to stay full of anxiety, Miami. We need you to have ADHD at all times. I even need you to have ADHD while you sleep. Did you have a, a good night's sleep? No. I can only have light sleep. I can't do deep sleep because of my ADHD. I can't focus on my deep sleep. I, I, I never have REM. <laughs> Rapid eye movement, that's the ADHD. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's continue. Uh, Suarez was the first major po- American politician to get COVID, which he caught from one Jair Bolsonaro's aides during the visit to Brazilian president made to Miami. He started posting about his illness on Instagram. I saw that the analytics on the diary... On the diary entries were through the roof. And I realized we live in a content-based world, Suarez says from his office, filled with professional lighting cameras pointed at a huge desk that sits in front of an enormous windows overlooking the ocean. That's a running sentence. That is a running sentence there, my friend. If you can be a journalist, so can I. The new president of the United States Conference of Mayors, Suarez, who was re-elected mayor of Miami last year with 79% of the vote. Did you vote? If you're complaining... Ask yourself this. Did you vote? No. 79% of the people that I vote for him, I don't know. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Whenever I go vote, here's what I do. You know when you, you, know when you have to take a test and then you start uh, studying like 30 minutes before the test? That's what I do on elections. All right? I, I take an hour off at most and I go online. I look at your website. I see what you stand for. I don't even know your name. <laughs> whenever I go to the elections office, I don't even know anyone's name other than the president, right? And then what I do is I say, okay, this person 
uh, stands for this, this, and this. I'm going to vote yes for this guy. No for that one. Yes for this one. And I look at your photos, and I see what you stand for in terms of, like, how you promote yourself. I don't trust people that take photos drinking cafecito and playing dominoes with the people in the neighborhood. You're up to something. Why dominoes? Why cafecito? Why? What are you trying to say? That if, you're, if you play dominoes and, and drink cafecito, you should vote for me? No, I ain't falling for that. What do you stand for? Aha, uh-huh, I knew it. <laughs> I'm not falling for photos. All right? I don't care how nice your selfie is. And some politicians don't know how to take photos either. Some politicians take photos with their eyes like, I was like, dude, who's, no one's telling you that that looks weird? What are you doing? You know when some people take headshots and they got like that psychopath look? Just crazy. Uh, Band Up Mills, what's up? Ernesto, Valerie, we're here talking about why Miami is the most important city in America. <clears throat> I like it. This is fun. Let's keep going. We're a little past time. It's 11, 12. All right, let's do 15 more minutes. This is a lit Saturday night. My ADHD is kicking in now, guys. Here we go. The new president of the United States Conference of Mayors, Suarez, who was reelected mayor of Miami last year with 79% of the vote, is a Republican. But he's a Republican who is anti-Trump and disliked by Governor DeSantis. Really? That's that's one thing about Republicans, man. Republicans is like the wild, wild west. There's no camaraderie in, in the Republican terms. Republicans are like the people that used to beef, but they're still in the same hood, right? Like, the Republicans are the kinds of people that they don't like each other, but they're still going to go on a road trip together. (laughs) They don't like each other, but they also don't like other people at the same time. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, look, we don't like each other, but we also don't like, you know, that guy over there. Am I right? At least we have that thing in common. That's how Republicans are. It's every man for themselves. It's, it's, It's a very Republican thing, right? Being that independent. Democrats, you know, they're all, they all stick together. They all hang out. Hey, everybody, uh, you know, we're here for the people. Everybody, you know, they share the same values. Republicans share the same values, but they don't like each other sometimes. Oh, I can't stand that guy. But at least he has good taste on who to hate. (laughs) The Freedom Suarez is promoting is shining and happy. Uh, But it's radical. In June, he lured the Bitcoin 2021 conference from his planned gathering in L.A., one of the conference organizers introduced him to an indoor crowd as the most irresponsible politician in America, the mayor of the, the, mayor of the Mecca of Freedom. He doesn't care. Eh, I don't care. That's one thing that's also great. Uh, Brave Ray says, talk about dating in Miami. We can switch it up. Sure thing, Brave Ray. If you're on the chat, you're the only one chatting. We'll get to it. Let me finish this paragraph, and then we'll switch it up for the last few minutes. <coughs> Part of the freedom is paying other Miamians with money so free it is beholden to no government. One of the few policy books anywhere in the entire office is VJ Boyap's The Bullish Case for Bitcoin. The Miami coin Suarez had minted through a company called City Coins has netted his office $25 million. His office? So wait a second. Miami Mayor Suarez gets the coin? It is a hustle. This guy's killing it. Dude, you need, a, you need someone like this in Miami representing us. You need somebody hustling us. <laughs> we learn from you. You, t- you hustle me, show me. How can I hustle my fellow brothers? I didn't know his office gets that. Which he intends to distribute to Miamians the way Alaska does oil revenue. Yeah, right. Uh, it feels like balancing a city on top of a bubble. But when I look at that, 
TV in the office and see the commercial that on nearly NFL gaming, which Matt Damon shills for crypto.com, maybe the brew of success always percolates as, as it bubbles. All right. Look, crypto is a thing. You can't stop it. Now, do some people that start crypto, do they hustle? Do they scam? Yeah, there's a lot of NFT scams out there too. Hey, uh, you know, Board 8 Yacht Club blew up. Let's do uh, uh, Enthusiastic Gorilla Club. <laughs> and they're selling it for thousands. Oh, this is just like the other one that's worth 10 times more. But no one cares about it, right? So you got scammed. You try to sell it. It's a JPEG. No one cares. It's the same thing with these coins. Some people just start a little program that you could send money into. It generates a token. You send it over to your wallet. And the next thing you know, the tokens ain't worth nothing. It all depends on popularity and utility. Okay. And Mayor Suarez, uh, you know, if he started Miami coin, I'd like to invest in it. I'll do it. <laughs> and if I get, if I get robbed, at least I got robbed by somebody that is uh, representing my city. You know, I, I, I just, <laughs> if you invest in Miami coin, you're just investing in the, in the corruption of the city. And that's what the city is built off of. <laughs> I want to invest in my city. I'm buying Miami coin. You got robbed. That's exactly how I keep my city afloat. I allow myself to get robbed for the greater good of my community. <laughs> Hey, there's a joke right there. That's the joke right there. Let me write this down. I can live with that. Exactly, chef. You get it. Uh, When I invest in Miami coin and get robbed, I am contributing (laughs) to the corruption that keeps the city afloat. Oh, man. For the betterment of the community, I allowed myself to get robbed. May this city thrive. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. All right, guys, there you go. We came up with a joke. Thank you all for contributing to that or allowing me to spew enough for the funny to eventually come out. All right, here we go. Uh, Bray Bray wants to talk about dating in Miami. Your wish is my command. As a matter of fact, uh, me being a serial dater, this is right up my alley. Uh, all right, when it comes to dating in Miami, here's the thing. We have way too many options, and they're fine, okay? So if you are dating in this city, do not expect love. If love happens, you hit the lotto, all right? My, uh, tr- uh, dating romance is now transactional in the city of Miami. It is transactional. And what I mean by that is we have options and those options are all great equally. Some are better than others. Some are better at one thing while another person is bad at another thing. But if eventually, you know, enough things collide where you can fall in love and the other person reciprocates, you did it. I think that I think a coin should be generated every time love is found in this city. (laughs) The love coin. Wow. Somebody actually fell in love with in the city of Miami, that coin must be worth millions. Um, here's the thing. In, uh, in Miami, since there are so many options and everybody here has a mentality of where can I go to the next party, it, romance and dating becomes a very transient thing. You know what I mean? It, it becomes like 
Um, I'll hang out with you and we'll see if we click. Oh, by the way, I also got this other thing going on for me, so I can't go hang out with you. And if I do, uh, let's reschedule. I'll be two hours late. And it goes both ways for both men and women. You know, there's a lot of F boys in the male community in Miami. And there's a lot of girls that waste guys time in the in the, you know, in the woman community. So then it becomes this like convoluted thing of like, are we ever going to love each other, Miami? Most likely not. Um, and we're proud of that, you know, and because of that convolution, because of that transience, uh, and this is all just from experience, of course, uh, from my own personal life. So, you know, someone else, I don't want to be like all high and mighty, but this is from my personal understanding of dating. Uh, because there's so much transient uh, going on, it almost it almost becomes like dating is now a, a, just another thrill in the city of Miami, right? You go on a yacht, you go to a party, you go to a nightclub, you do blow, you get a blow job. Manny, this is a clean podcast. Take it easy. All right, focus. You have an encounter. You have a sexual encounter with someone. It's a thrill. Uh, but then there's nothing after that. It's just a thrill in the cog of thrills, right? Uh, and so in Miami, we just try to uh, promote I'm a thrill rather than anything else, right? We just want to promote uh, I know all the bouncers in all the nightclubs. I know the DJ. I know where to get the best blow. I know where the cool multi-million dollar guys hang out and which bars, you know, all that stuff. And so in dating, since you have so many options going through all these transient lifestyles, it, it just romance is just no longer a thing. And if you do ever find yourself someone that likes romance, guess what? The romance is part of the thrill too. <laughs> oh, he treated me out to a candlelit dinner. That was awesome. And then the next day, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun. You're nice and all, but I'm not really feeling it. So thanks, but no thanks. Right? I used to be a hopeless romantic. That's why I talk this way. I used to think that, you know, in order for you to get the right girl, you got to, like, focus on her, right? You got to show her you care, right? And the next thing you know, uh, the girl's like, ooh, he cares too much. Let me get with a guy that's toxic. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that's very popular in dating. <clears throat> because of the transience and because of the fact that there's so many um, thrill seekers in the city of Miami, uh, it's a very... It, it breeds very shallow uh, uh, personality traits in dating, right? Like, you, you get people that are very... And if you try to get in touch with them in, in any sort of depth, it becomes, like, a toxic thing. Like, that's the only way... Again, this is my own personal experience. Like, I'm a very... I'm very... Like, I have depth. And then we all do, in a way, right? We all have depth. But when you try to connect to someone's depth, you might find a lot of toxic things in there. <laughs> you might find a lot of, like, um, uh, trust issues. You might find a lot of uh, trauma, right? You might find a lot of uh, uh, people that are, um, uh, that they just can't love. JJ's a toxic person. This is a great example, just the way he got in here. What are you talking about? JJ is one of the most toxic people I ever met in my life. I'm late and annoyed. <laughs> We're talking about dating, JJ. Uh, Miss Hagia Sophia, welcome to the chat. Gorgeous Borges. <clears throat> so, uh, since this depth 
and this uh, or the lack of people connecting to that depth, it breeds a lot of toxic behavior. It breeds a lot of rudeness. It breeds a lot of uh, ego issues. It breeds a lot of uh, communication issues, a lot of ghosting, a lot of flaking, you know, that kind of thing. And then uh, and then that just makes dating even worse, right? That first, you got the transient lifestyle. You got the thrill-seeking lifestyle. And then you got people with no depth or those that do have a depth is empty because, like, they're traumatized by somebody else. And then they can't communicate it, right? And so it becomes like this emotional thing where it's, or again, guys, remember, as I'm getting into all this, this is just personal experience. Like, um, I don't know. I gave up on romance years ago. I gave up on romance in 2010 after a big breakup. And then Tinder came out, I believe, in 2011 or 2012. And then that's when my eyes opened and realized, like, oh, man, we're kind of screwed here. (laughs) This ain't going to work. I'm never going to find anyone in this city. This is crazy. Just enjoy the night, baby girl. Exactly. There you go. Just enjoy the night. Where are we going? We're going to this bar. We're going to that club. I know this promoter. We're going there, right? Uh, So, yeah, in a nutshell, guys, that's dating in Miami. One big convoluted, transient, thrill-seeking, no romance, depth-lacking, toxic uh, thing. Oh, and another thing I'd like to add about toxicity. A lot of girls, uh, at least the ones that I've met, because, you know, I haven't met them all, right? At least the ones that I've met, they like and they're proud of dating toxic men. And I think the other way around, too. Men like bad, bad bitches, right? Like, as they say, which is just another word for a girl that's toxic. Toxic is a big thing in dating in this city. It's huge. <clears throat> it's huge, right? Like, if, if someone displays some sort of toxic trait, it's almost like, you know, like the feathers that some birds portray in order to win over... Another bird. Toxic behavior (laughs) is how some people display their feathers to attract a mate. (laughs) Romance is for marriage. Marriage, I even think, is traditional. Marriage is overrated. Uh, Marriage is probably something that can be dissipated in the coming years, you know. Uh, And Miami is on the forefront of that. But at least we had a good time. But at least we had a good time, y'all. What up, Kyle? Renato T. Kid, what's up? Welcome to the chat. So, uh, there you go, Bray Bray. I hope you like my uh, my uh, description of dating in Miami. One big thrill-seeking, on to the next, I've got options ride. But hey, at least we had fun, y'all. All right, that is it, everybody, for the Miami Comedy Pod. Well, let's do four more minutes. Let's ride this out. S. Josdem, what's up? I'm broke, so I got to be toxic. (laughs) There you go. JJ's got the formula. Bray Bray says, I'm moving back to Boston. Boston wants to be just like Miami, too. That's the thing. You can't go nowhere, Bray Bray. The, the, The culture is being spread. Miami is on the forefront of leading America into the future. Thrill-seeking, nightclub, uh, Drake is on point, lifestyle. (laughs) Everybody wants to be like us. Eventually, Boston will too. All right, Bray Bray. Bray. Boston girls beat men up. I don't like that. (laughs) JJ's broke. What up, Danny? 
Yeah, man. Sometimes you got sometimes toxic traits is a good way to hide, uh, you know, things like being broke, things like never love being able to love again. Yeah, man. Not being able to love is a big one. There's a lot of people that just can't love no more, even in friendships. You ever met a friend? You ever met an acquaintance? And then you try to like, you know, get in touch with that acquaintance a little more in depth, a little more. And they, they have like trust issues because somebody screwed them over, right? They give you the fish handshake. They look you in the eye in a weird way. They talk trash about you behind your back. You know what I mean? Like these are all toxic relationship depth lacking <laughs> oxens. I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> Enjoy this. And that's your Saturday night. There you go. Onsen's right there. That's somebody sold me on an Instagram live chat saying he's on mushrooms. <laughs> Those are your dating options right there. There's one of them, ladies. I don't care. I'm on drugs. <laughs> and one of my favorite, too, to be honest there, Onsen's. Uh, I love you, Manny, but I also hate you with all my heart. Because you know I'm right, JJ. I speak nothing but facts every single day. I look you in the eyes and I tell you the truth and you hate that. But then when I'm gone... He's like, I wish I had more truth from Manny. Manny's the only guy that looks me in the eye and tells me the things I need to hear, even though I want to swing on him. But when I'm home and it's quiet, he's got a lot of points. <laughs> oh, man. JJ says, when I'm on drugs, I be falling in love, so I stay sober. <laughs> what up, Flacco? All right. There, 11.29. I gave you guys a whole hour on a Saturday. Yeah! I want to start getting used to doing a whole hour. You know there's streamers out there that do three hours at a time? That is crazy. I got to get used to this live streaming thing, man. I got all the equipment for it, you know? I'm trying to get used to it, but going live and just, you know, just talking. I don't know how people do it. I got to get a PlayStation to set it up and play video games while I'm talking, right? So I at least have buttons to push, you know? Stay in the field. Uh, Chef says, married with uh, C-blocking children for 13 years. Stay in the field as long as you can. (laughs) Stay in the field. If she brings up emotions, I'm leaving her at Wendy's. (laughs) There you go. Well, Chef right there. Chef... uh, Bitten feed uh, the peoples. Jesus. Floating hibiscus. Welcome to the chat. Um, we're here talking about Miami and uh, what makes Miami so great, as well as uh, the dating life in Miami. Oh, I'm having so much fun, man. I don't even want to leave the chat yet. All right, look. So let me tell you guys about, uh, let's take a little break here, apart from Miami and dating and all that. Uh, what am I trying to do here? So... I've always known that virtual is going to be the next way to enjoy comedy. And every time I go live and talk to people, I'm always having fun and realizing that this is, this is it for me. Like, this is what I want to do now. Like, I still do stand-up. I still produce the shows. I still hang out with comics. But being live in the comfort of my own home and just, you know, riffing on stuff, like, I love this. So the podcast took a break for a week. I needed a week off. I needed a digital detox, which is a waste of time because you're the whole time you're on the digital detox. It's like, when can I go live again? That's the whole time. The whole time I was taking a break and I was thinking to myself, how can I go live again? I need to go. I need to talk to my people. No, man, he stay in bed. Don't do nothing. All right, fine. Um, 
So I took a digital detox last week, but now that I'm back, I'm a little refreshed. And so I got a couple of ideas and some of the ideas that I'm going to start implementing on the live stream is I'm going to give you guys a schedule so that you guys can uh, know and look forward to rather than it being like, cause for the year, for the last year and a half, whenever I went live, it was random. Like I would just click live and go live and whoever's on is on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a schedule. Uh, the way it's looking is Monday through Thursday, 6 p.m. Friday, I'm thinking of an a.m. show because I have a coaching client in the afternoon, so I can't do the afternoons. So maybe like an a.m. show or like a lunch show on Friday. Saturdays, I like 1030. The fact that, you know, everybody's out partying. This is kind of like our secret show uh, virtually for the people staying in in Miami. And then Sunday, we could probably leave it at 6. So maybe like Sunday through Thursday, 6 p.m., Friday, an a.m. show, and then Saturday, a late night show. So this is the, the schedule that I'm brewing. And, you know, the show is available on all the channels. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook Live. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitch. It's on all that so that you guys can go in and watch it in any of these platforms. I'm going to be building up the community so that you guys can also get in touch with the locals here that are watching the show. And, you know, we all have a sense of humor, and we all talk trash about Miami and fall in love with it at the same time. All right, so it's something we have in common. We're all locals here. Uh. There's someone behind you. No, that's the shrooms kicking in. Uh, Miami Con- uh, JJ says Manny does whack. Manny doesn't whack. He gets off from only memes. What the hell are you talking about, uh, JJ? JJ's mad because I write. JJ, the reason why you're mad is because I write more jokes than you. That's the bottom line. You're mad that every single day I have the audacity to write yet another joke when you haven't done so since 20. 20- 15. <laughs> JJ wrote three jokes at an open mic and said, I don't need to do this no more. It's a waste of time. Manny be missing all the jokes in the chat. Uh, I don't see any jokes, JJ. Oh, oh, yeah, I see it now. Next Saturday, I'm going live with you. Yeah, let's go live, JJ, for sure. Boy, this ain't work. We don't want to schedule <laughs> digital detox, but still wax it on Pornhub. That counts, bro. <laughs> Uh, Manny, Pornhub counts. Oh, does it? No, not a digital detox where I didn't go online. Digital detox where I didn't do the live stream. That's what I meant, okay? Everything else was still intact. Still writing memes. Still sending the DMs, all right? (laughs) Uh, He do this all the time. I read it, Danny. I read it. Uh, Here goes Manny, ready to sell NFTs. Uh, I've been trying to catch COVID because it's chicks I'm seeing can't cook. <laughs> Join only in faith uh, and interviews drunk people. Uh, no, that's uh, that's JJ. JJ's uh, JJ. I got the equipment ready, so if you ever want to go back out and interview people, by all means, man. Let's uh, let's hit the streets again. Yeah, more content coming, man. I'm here learning how. Again, I'm here learning how the internet works at the age of 36. Been using the internet since '95. Still learning. Still understanding how Twitch works. Uh, yeah, it's a whole new world out there in terms of the internet. So this is interesting to be doing this live in Miami of all the places, right? Because Miami's the city of the future. I got to catch up. All these kids are learning. These kids are making lots of money on Twitch, man. Killing it. Playing video games. It's the dream life, you know? What's up, Jesse C? All right, that's it. I'm done. Thank you for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast, everyone. I really appreciate it. Uh, you staying this long on a Saturday night. You guys are the best. Thank you, JJ. Thank you, Danny. 
Uh, thank you, uh, Steph, Jesse, all the people that are uh, sticking around. We're going to go back live tomorrow, Sunday, 6 o'clock. So there you go, the first official schedule. I'll see you guys then. Have a great night. Enjoy your Saturday. Bye, everyone.